T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Hey! Haven't you ever... Have you ever been in a mosh pit? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, a story there. Oh, uh, is that a yes? Uh, I can only imagine. Like, I think that I think the document is sealed. Let's okay. put it that way. Is that is that fair to say? Uh, There's only one. It only takes one time to... You know, have a problem. You know, I used to uh, get the frustration out whenever there were malls is if you went shopping in, like, say, 1998, yeah. uh, a couple, like, two days before Christmas and the mall was packed, you just bump into people all the yeah. time. Didn't matter. That was fun. Were you the guy that never moved? Oh, I just, just let him move my you, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I guess right. uh, that was the, uh, that was a part of the, uh, of the fun of it all. And, uh, well, it is always fun when Dwayne Charles Parcells, one Bill Parcells, uh, jumps into the fray and of uh, the uh, Boston Globe, Dan Shaughnessy, Hall of Fame writer, spoke to the big tuna about Bill Belichick. And it's something that he said about <clears throat> uh, Bill Belichick that made some headlines. But Fourier, you kind of caught the, you kind of picked up on something here that does apply to Gerard Mayo. And we will get to that. So Shaughnessy asked Belichick. Any advice for BB, who's already interviewed with the Falcons, not going to Dallas, da-da-da. Here's what Parcell said. I wouldn't give him, meaning Belichick, any advice. I really wouldn't. He's been around long enough to know what he wants to do, and I really don't have any idea what that is. All I know is he's a football lifer, and he's shown that. I'm pretty sure if he wants to coach again, he'll be looking for a situation that he thinks is conducive to winning. In this business, it's either euphoria or disaster. I hope he does whatever makes him happy. How about that? When I when I read that, I was like, that's it's like the whole you're hired to get fired. It's either, you know, castle or the outhouse. Like they're really like purgatory in the NFL, I think is almost, you know, in a way worse. Like you're just you're competing but you're not winning, you're putting in the effort but you have nothing to show for it. It, it, and and it is and it will change in, in without notice without warning you will think you will have everything figured out you will think you will have the right team then a coach gets sick a coach leaves you get tired somebody has a baby guys get hurt everything changes it literally is so unbelievably challenging to keep it together well i i think that's why you hear 
successful and unsuccessful coaches talk about year to year. Because even though I think as fans, media people, and as, and, and as analysts, we like to think sort of in bigger blocks of time, I think the the real veteran NFL head coach kind of knows that it's year to year. And if you're young or you're new or you're just in the league, you kind of learn that or hear it from others pretty quick. And it's kind of trite to say, but it really is true. NFC South is a perfect example. There have been, uh, there's like an eight-year period where I think the last place team the next year won the division. You know, So to your point, yeah, it happens fast, but that's like you know covering the league and all that stuff. You really, truly do realize that, yeah, you get your people that you hope are there for 10 years, but it is very much a year-to-year league. Yeah, and even um, after, I don't know what Super Bowl it was, it was the second one. Um, I think I've told you this before. Uh, I remember coming in at the beginning of like the of camp. Uh, there was there's a long hallway, and there's a right to the left. Like you know, it kind of tees right. You go to the right, you go to the locker room, mm-hmm. so you keep going straight. You go into the lunch room, and right on the board, right out there on the wall, where everyone would see as they walked in, because you can only walk in one door. There were all the Super Bowl champs over like the last like six years, and then what their record was the next year, including the New England. Patriots. I remember that, yeah. And none of them even made the playoffs. So to to this point, to this whole like, Rams, you know, it, it's Rams none won of them two years ago even made the playoffs. Yeah. So it was a reminder after the Patriots, we won the second one. What can easily happen to us if we don't kind of keep it together? You know, don't like rest on what we did in the past. Don't come become complacent, right? Entitled. Look at Philly; they didn't even win it, and they fell apart in yeah. the final seven it's, weeks. That's this year. usually what happens. So, to me, like this one line, he's like, he's basically just like, listen, guys, like it's either euphoria or disaster. Uh, and then there is this that is, um, I mean, talk about a home run quote here from Bill Parcells. Uh, on the realities of coaching in the NFL, and maybe this is one where Gerard Mayo needs to listen up, Parcell said, quote, when you're a head coach, there's always something every day. I used to tell our guys who were going off to be head coaches, there'll be five things happening every day you wish wouldn't happen. If you can't deal with that, you'd better get another job, and that's the truth. And that's and that's kind of you know it, it is funny like that's the reality of it and you better be willing to you better have systems relationships people in place that you can rely on that's why I think a lot of coaches when they become head coaches they 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 hire their friends they hired the guys they came up with they came they 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 hey listen let's com- we commiserated together I got to be able to trust you because there's literally five things that would happen. I used to, a couple times, I had to call Bill during the offseason because something came up that he didn't foresee. I had to have knee surgery. It was a week before camp started. We didn't have anybody. How'd that go? Oh, no. It was, well, he was fine. It was like, what am I going to do? You have torn cartilage. You got to get surgery. Like, okay. And it was real matter of fact. And he said, uh, you know, good luck. Okay. We'll just uh, let us know how it goes. Were you butt puckered in making that call? No, I didn't even make the call. The uh, the um, uh, I had to call the trainers, and then the trainers called him, and then he called me, and then we and then I called him back. Got it. Okay, okay because we were playing phone. Tech. He was missed, on vacation. You missed the call. I, from I don't him? know. It was probably in the bathroom. I have no idea what was going on, <laughs> and I didn't recognize the number. It wasn't like I had his number on speed dial. But that's kind of my that's that's the reality of it. There's an old 
There's this old saying, and I'm going to butcher it. Here we go. There's okay. an old Irish limerick that says. Okay. Uh, there's this whole, like, you know, the whole story about the dog that constantly chases the cars that pass his house, right? He sits on the porch, chases that car, chases that car, never grabs it. His whole life is dedicated to, to finally catching one. And finally he does, grabs the bumper. Now what? I finally achieved what I wanted. Now what? What the hell am I going to do now? It's almost like a buyer beware type of situation. And I know Mayo probably thinks, or maybe he doesn't, that he has an understanding of how complicated and how just committed he has to be. Because every single day there will be five things that come up that you wish didn't. And you have to manage them in real time. Well, if we're to believe some of the reporting that is out there, is this where Robin Glazer is in place to kind of either help with some of this stuff that maybe is non-football related? Like, I know there was the report, I think, from Bedard that she's been sitting in on, like, coaches' calls and stuff like that. Um, So I wonder if how much of the sort of Parcells quote of the, hey, there's like five things you're going to wish didn't happen every day, and that's part of the reason why you have someone there, especially with a bit of a legal background as well, because, well, understanding the legal usually comes in handy. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of it. And and I will like, it was told to me, he needs somebody who has his back. So I think that is a broad you know, way of addressing that. She will be involved in everything. She will be a support system. She will be a safety net. But for the record, she's not a scout. She's not an evaluator of talent. No. She wouldn't know a three technique from a hole in the wall. That is not what she does. She will not have any say on the draft as far as who they pick and why they should pick them. That is not going to be what she does. The, everything that you just said, absolutely. Coaching decisions, contract talks. How do you? What if they have a contract? They got to get out of it. Okay. What if, like, uh, you know, uh, five other things? What if someone gets caught deflating footballs? Here's what we should say. Here's how we should handle it. Write something up real quick. Say it like this. I bet you they met after the opening press conference. Okay, there's a couple things that stood out. People are going with the racism issue now. Oh, yeah, they there's think that. that you're a woke coach and, and everybody's all upset. And they, they, they why would you be t- talking about color and racism when you're a football coach? I mean, there's a lot to it. He's going to be over. This will be. Oh, to be the overwhelming. Most challenging, yep. difficult year of his life. No doubt. I don't care what type of you remember seeing like Bill when he would come with some of these press conferences. Oh, it's like yeah. he just got out of got off his couch because he slept there. Crappy ass, like sweatshirt, holes in it. Just it was comfortable. It, it made him feel good, so he kept wearing it. it. There's no question. That transition to being the uh the main man is a is a tough one. And you look at some of these guys, they age like presidents, depending on uh, who they're working for. Well, there's also another uh, Wickersham report out there about Uh-oh. Jonathan Kraft grabbing control of football operations and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah. Fourier, the, we're going to have a, a little group chat coming up. Okay. Billy and Nick are going to be in because we're going to go all the way back to 2002. And we'll tell you why next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tell your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Lost the football. It's on the ground. Covered by the Raiders. Quarterback's arm was going forward. It is an incomplete <laughs> Pass to this side. That's complete to Patton. This is the Patriots' season on the line. The kick is away. It is. This is to advance to the AFC Championship game. What a day it was. The year of our Lord, January 19th, 2002. That, folks, was the Tuck Rule game. And my God. Um, when you think of, I would dare say, the five most famous games in the history of the National Football League, the tuck rule has to be one of the top five, I would dare say. Mm-hmm. So a uh, little group discussion here because I want Billy and Nick in and all this. And, you know, first of all, Billy, me, and Nick are all like different age groups. But, Christian, you were in the NFL. You were uh, about to embark into free agency and end up here. As crazy as it is. But I want to go back to this is divisional round playoffs. Raiders come in. It's in the dump that was the old Foxborough Stadium. Snowing like crazy, as we know. You're on another team. What do you remember about Tuck Rule, Tuck Rule game, any of that? Well, okay, if I'm going to bring myself back. Yeah, like where were you when? I was probably in L.A. or in Hawaii. And uh, full disclosure, did not even watch the game. Wow. I had no desire to I was very disgruntled. I was a free agent. I just wanted nothing to do with football. It's like a I peanut, was jealous. It's like a peanut guy working in a yeah, peanut factory, uh, not going home and eating Reese's peanut butter cups. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it at all. I had no idea who Tom Brady was. I I never played against the Patriots, so I didn't really know any of their players. I never like really watched film against them because we had, out of the seven years that I was in Seattle, we never played against the Patriots. Played against the Jets, played against the Colts, played against Miami. Never played against the Patriots. That was kind of wild in itself. Seven years, 
You don't play him once? I know. That is pretty wild. <laughs> I guess they didn't have all the, you know, uh, cross-conference, cross-division. You know, now they have a nice formula set up to where you can figure yeah. it out every year. So, to be honest, I'm the worst one to ask because I literally had no clue about it. Okay, but once you heard about it, did you say, what's a tuck rule? You, oh, oh, yeah, I did not know what a tuck rule was. Right, I think a lot of people uh, were like, oh, my God, what the hell is this rule? I was, at the time, living in Warwick, Rhode Island in an apartment, at Bayside Apartments near Warwick Avenue, Warwick. And uh, I was a Bledsoe guy because you know, that whole year was Brady Bledsoe, Brady Bledsoe, back and forth. And my thought was, yeah, there it is. Big fumble, young quarterback. Brah, see you later. This thing's going to end up. Not blowing up, but it's like, okay, now the debate is on Brady blood, so all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, no, 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 wait a minute. Here's the tuck rule. And my God, what an explosion. Now, we didn't have social media then like we do now. There was the internet. Your websites, obviously, you could go on. But, you know, there was no Twitter for instantaneous reaction, no Instagram of people punching their televisions or ripping it off the wall or whatever in the world like we see now during playoff games. And I couldn't believe it. I, I honestly got like I couldn't believe it. And then once it started breaking down the rule, then it became, well, is the arm going forward? Or was he tucking it in? And you had Charles Woodson that was there. John Gruden was hot after the game, screaming at everybody. And at the time, for me, I never thought, oh, my God, this is the beginning of something amazing. It was more of the, damn, how lucky are they? Because that looked like a fumble. That's what That, that was the first thing that went through my mind. It was like, of course that's a fumble. And then they zapruder it and break it down, and you're like, oh, there's a rule for this. And then you see the interactions on the sideline and Bill kind of talking to the officials because apparently they'd gone over it or whatever. But I'll be, I admit at the time, I, I thought this is a lucky win. They'll, you know, they'll lose in the AFC championship game in Pittsburgh. And then Drew comes in, throws a touchdown pass, almost throws a pick six because Brady gets dinged in that game. And there was so much just swirling around that. And that was also 9 11. So, in once finding out that the Patriots went to the Super Bowl, it was like, oh my God. And then it was like, Oh, you got to fly now, or you're going to get down there. And it's like, wait a minute, where's all the travel stuff going on? And it was just a, a very odd time in our world at that point. But man, oh man, I thought for sure, I'm like, that's a fumble. What are you doing? Sure enough, it turned into the most obscure but important rule at the time in the history of the league. I mean, I don't know, you know, the ruling on the Immaculate Reception, there's always been the story of legend on that. The, the ball hit off the helmet. Franco Harris catches it down the sideline. But there was no question whether or not it was a legal play. Well, there was on the whole the ball bouncing off of a shoulder pad or a helmet, I think, at that time. Remember Al Davis complaining about but that? It, oh, yeah. But like years never, ago. Yeah, but it never touched but, the ground. But the urban legend on that even is that those officials called upstairs in the old Three River Stadium and were like, uh, yeah, we're thinking of overrule or yeah, we're overrule this thing, and then they're like, "Well, there's no way to help you get out of here." And I'm like, "All right, then, uh, it's a touchdown." <laughs> there's no way send to the help cops you get out down. Of there. Like yeah. there was one we of those urban legend yeah. stories or whatever. So, Lanny, uh, January nineteenth, oh two. Yes, sir. Where were you? Do you remember the Tuck Rule game? Oh, Anything yeah. about? I remember. It? I was at a friend's house up in New Hampshire. 
under the influence. Oh, no. <laughs> having a very good time uh, and really it. had no idea what was going on. Not necessarily like my wherewithal, but like never even heard of the rule. Never As soon as I go up down a fumble, I'm like, oh, my God. I literally thought they were winning the whole thing at that point. I was like, if you're getting away with this call, I go, like, there's no way you don't win the rest of the season. I still feel like it's in doubt, though. Like, I know Brady and Woodson <laughs> kind of had their own. They got whole... rid of it, right? The rule's gone now. I, oh, gone. yeah, the it's rule's not a thing I, anymore. I, uh, um, you know what? But at I the time, I was like, oh, my they, God. Um, I'm like, this. Because, yeah, again, you thought it, we all thought it was a fumble. It's a fumble. It was a fumble. <laughs> like, it was awesome. No, but he was literally tucking it away. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, there was that whole there thing, that, right? Like, the oh whole. My God. There was also a play. I don't know if it was that playoff one, or it might have been another one where I think it was David Patton was laying on the ground. I'll tell you what it but was. Ball, the ball was under his legs. You know what it was? Well, Buffalo, he got knocked out on the sideline. It looked like he fumbled, but he either, like, crumpled down in bounds to keep possession yeah, like of it. half his body was out, half of it was yeah. in, and they ruled it in. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? Like, uh, this, those are the plays I remember, like, wow, I didn't think these would ever go our way. Uh, Tuck rule died in 2013, by the way. So, uh, there, or at Damn. least, yeah, that, that version of the Tuck rule... Oh my God! You know what? But you know what, Billy? You're right. Those are like some of the plays during the championship season that you kind of forget about because you're right. David Patton got tattooed and like knocked out, and somehow the ball, like I think he like he somehow fell on the ball, like got KO'd, and somehow still ended up maintaining possession in a play where people are like, what? Like, how in the world did that happen? See, even when you're thinking about that season and that year for the Patriots, how many improbable games and plays inside those games that if it literally bounces the other way, they don't go to the Super Bowl. Like, they don't advance. And even when we were going over, like, the the playoff games this week, I'm like, something crazy is going to happen to one of the teams that isn't supposed to win and it's going to upset the obvious favorite because of just a talented team, but not nearly. But something kooky is going to happen. Like, what is it, and who is it going to happen to? A phantom block, a missed call by the by the refs, like some crazy play where the ball bounces off three different people. Like, uh, you know, who knows? Here is how important that play was when you think about it. We look at it from our end in terms of what it started. After that, John Gruden, Al Davis get cross. They trade Gruden for, I think, a first and a second. Gruden goes to Tampa. The Raiders finally make it to the Super Bowl. Did they feel like they got ripped from them the year before from New England because of the tuck rule? And then Gruden beats that ass in the Super Bowl. So the Raiders San not Diego. only. So, I mean, like seriously, think about it. If that play goes the other way, the Raiders lose in the AFC Championship game. None of that kind of butterfly effect happens with John Gruden becoming a legend himself by taking over the Tampa team and then playing the role of Rich Gannon as quarterback to get his defense ready for the Super Bowl. So the Tuck Rule not only had an impact on, and, and it's another tie into the Tampa organization, by the way, from New England, because of New England, like, okay, New England decided to let go of Tom Brady. He went down there and won a Super Bowl. New England ends up having the tuck rule their way. Gruden ends up in Tampa. They win a Super Bowl. It's wild. But they call that a fumble. Bledsoe's your starter next season. You know what? That mm. There's that. I don't, you know I what? I don't know. Well, I mean. Well, it's more of a debate then. There's no question. That's the thing is that it, de- it definitely would have been a debate. And then I think it would have come down to, 
you, somebody would have offered what for Brady? Oh, you're going to give me a first for Drew? Oh, okay, I'll take that first-round pick. Thank you very much. See you later. I think that's what that would have come down to because nobody would have given big currency for Brady. Um, no, not at the time, but he was definitely a pro, right? So even when you're saying this, oh, if like if you're playing like the sliding doors game where it doesn't, the door, you know, like a different, uh, you know, future awaits you based on, uh, you know, which door you go through, they still probably would have, like, they were acquiring talent. Brady was obviously good. Uh, you know, Bill was obviously good. You still had a really good core group of guys. But, Christian, think of this. Midway through a one, they're five and five. There were a lot of the, hey, this ain't going to work, or my God, well, what that's is Buffalo he doing? this year. Buffalo, at one point in time, had a similar record. Mm-hmm. And then they had a reputation. It's not like, you know, you can understand why people go, oh, geez, maybe they, this is the year they, they win like six out of seven, they win their first playoff game. They start chipping away at it, chipping away at it, and here they are playing in the divisional round at home. So, Nick, I, what, what what were you four? I had just turned five the week before. There you oh go. My, so, I don't yeah. remember it at all. Yeah. Oh at my all. god. When that did you when do you remember at what point in your life you got educated on the tuck rule and realized everything that came from? Oh, it was it? probably like immediately after because when Patriots were good for literally my entire life. So I remember based. I remember from the O four, the O three, and O four mm-hmm. run. I don't remember anything before that. And I remember going down to New Orleans for that Super Bowl, and there were a couple of things that really stood out. Number one, there was no bye week between the championship games and the Super Bowl because that got eaten up because of nine eleven, right? Yeah. So everybody ends up going down to New Orleans or whatnot, and. Uh, uh, I remember sitting in the media section. First of all, that halftime show is the best one ever. Which one was it? That was U oh, two, where they had the names, the names of nine yeah. eleven and all. I mean, it was it was really emotional in there. Um, but I, I where they kind of had the media. That's where uh, that's where Vinatieri's kick went through the uprights. So all the media people are literally right down the goal line watching that kind of kick go through and it's like holy hell i remember just walking down the that big spiral yeah. ramp in the superdome or whatever and everybody's like can, can like literally the media people are all like can, can you effing believe this literally just happened the last three weeks <laughs> it was unbelievable because it had been what 86 celtics like i know the celtics i mean the patriots won an AFC title, and went to the Super Bowl in 96, but won a world championship. So it had been, God, what, 15 years or so that anybody had won a title, like a real, not not just a conference championship in an American League or, or an Eastern Conference, yeah. like a true championship. And in the way it happened, it was like, oh, my God. You really couldn't believe it. And uh, I just remember going down to New Orleans, and it was – I mean a zoo. I'll tell you this Saturday night. This is a this is crazy. Saturday night, it's the obviously night before the Super Bowl, and they got that. I think it's a Harris Casino yeah. right downtown. Okay, and everybody was set up at the convention center or whatever. And I was with two people I was working with at the time or whatever, and I ditched them. I go to the casino. I like the casino. I'm playing craps. I'm the only guy at a crowded table playing the don't. Of course, right? <laughs> you don't pass line. Yeah, because casinos are built on losers. I'm like, it's a matter of time. This guy, there's a whole bunch of New England accents at the table or whatever, right? 
And then this guy keeps rolling, 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 turns and looks, and he goes, when are you going to start betting with us? And I'm like, all right, fine. So I start betting with him. This guy goes on a heater. 45 minutes, 50 minutes. The place is screaming. People are lined up. This table's hot. There are, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars just stacked up on this table. I'm blown away. This guy's rolling, rolling, rolling. His son-in-law's on the other end of the table, and he's like, he asked, the, this guy who's rolling asked the, the dealer, Hey, if I step away from the table, do I lose my roll? I'm like, yes, you do. And he's like, because I got to pee. People are throwing chips at this guy. Just grab it. Just grab it. He's like, what do you mean? This guy rolled for about another 15 to 20 minutes standing at a crab's table. He had to pee so bad. He is literally pinching his wiener with his left hand. And he got to work it out to where the guy's like okaying me to like just lift his chips up onto the thing because everybody's like, no, 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 don't walk away. The guy finally craps out. I don't even know if he made it to the bathroom. He turned to run. And I think he was so excited that he could he finally peed himself. wet himself. I see the guy like later that night on Bourbon Street. This is probably 1.30 in the morning by sure, now, right? Of course. And the guy's completely S-faced. And he goes, how you doing? I think somebody took the money out of my pocket. I think he got oh, he got for robbed. all the dough. And he was a New England guy. Oh, I think he was from he New Hampshire. Robbed. Unbelievable. But that I remember walking into that casino, that Harris down there, and at one table I was like, uh, Mike Golick sitting there like playing blackjack. The one of the first craps tables I walked up to, Joe Theisman was there. He lost oh, three butt naked Joe. He lost three hundred bucks in about five minutes. Cussed and walked and away. Said, Later, oh, there you go. There I worked great. too hard for my money. But I'll tell you that casino down there on that Super Bowl, as you could imagine. Oh my word! Even for the couple days leading in, but it was a whirlwind for New England fans all the way around. You didn't have it like now. There is the oh, we'll build it into the calendar that maybe the Patriots will play in the Super Bowl somewhere. Like, we got to that point yeah. with Bill oh, here. Oh, yeah. And, and I would say they got so good at just, you know, handling the Super Bowl. Like, they just got uh-huh. so good at literally at creating revenue streams off the Super Bowl. Like, even like the after party that used to be intimate, closed off just to friends and family, suddenly, next thing you know... You know, it's this big whole, you know, deal. And, like, you know, there's 5,000, 8,000 people in there. I like the old days where, like, you know, Lionel Richie was playing, like, you know, ballerina girl, and I could <laughs> give him a high five as I walked by him. Or, you know, like, Snoop Dogg was up on stage, and you could smell everything. Ballerina that was, girl. That, that was the good old days. That is great. That was the good old days when he's yep. literally, when Lionel Richie is at a, a, a grand piano, and he's literally where, like, uh, you know, Dale Arnold's head is, and he's just, he's just doing his thing. Who wants, you want? Who wants to hear dancing on the ceiling? Dancing on the ceiling. Here we go. You know, he just rolls in. You guys want me to slow it down? Don't slow it down. We're gonna keep it going. Ah, uh, it's amazing. But you know what? The era started arguably January nineteenth, oh two, and it officially ended last Thursday. For real, for real. For real, for real. That is pretty sad. (laughs) However, we are not the ones suffering the most in the sports world. Alabama's had a rough week, Christian. There are people leaving. Nick Saban retired. Old Roll Tide Willie is having some problems. Are you done? We will listen in to... 
I'm going to say, because he needs a friend right now. Yeah. Roll Tide Willie got some real problems down in Bama. We'll have some fun for Are You Done next. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to Gresham Fourier on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Crash and Fourier. Are you done? Sponsored by Unified Office. If you're a successful salesperson looking to make a change to something more dynamic with excellent comp, Unified Office, a New England leader, reinventing the communications tech industry, would love to chat. No telecom experience needed Please email HR at unifiedoffice.com. So, uh, Foyer, I know that the uh, web is a wild place. Like we said, we have, uh, what's her name? What's her, uh, what is it? Something love out there. Oh, the, uh, the Lexi Love. Lexi Love. Thank you. But um, there are also people that are real living human beings. And one of those people is a guy named Roll Tide Willie. Now, some of you may have already been exposed to Roll Tide Willie, but he is an Alabama super fan. And uh, what I want to start with is uh, old Roll Tide Willie's feet. And I sent a photo to uh, Coop on this because this gentleman, Roll Tide Willie, he doesn't have the nicest house on the block, ladies and gentlemen. He don't like shoes. So there's old uh, Roll Tide Willie and his, he said, I'm probably about four inch callus on there. And I think what you're about to see is uh, maybe Roll Tide Willie with a lit cigarette right now. And uh, he's about to put it up against his foot. No, he put it in oh, his mouth Oh, he put his first. mouth on that one there. So he went, hey, that is talent right there. Even Uncle Tom couldn't there do that. Go. And there he is. He put that lit cigarette up. He put it on the bottom of his foot, and it didn't mess with anything. This guy's got four inches of calluses on his foot. But he is a big Roll Tide fan, Christian. And by God, the retirement. There it is. Look at that. He's been burning a hole right in his foot Disgusting. with a lit cigarette. Roll Tide Willie. This looks like my kind of guy. This guy would be a Gresh. For those of you who ever wondered about my family, if that guy walked in and said, Hi, I'm your Uncle Tom, I'd buy it. So uh, Roll Tide Willie had to put a not one, not two, but a three-part Instagram out. On how upset he was that Nick Saban was leaving. And we bring you part three of Roll Tide Willie's Meltdown. It hurt me. Don't leave us, Nick. We need you, buddy. Hey. We need you. Look, it's going to be all right. I promise to you. <laughs> Who's going to do it, Chad? Who's going to do it? Look, it's going to be fine. I promise to you. It's <laughs> going to be fine. It's not going to be fine. It is going to be fine. I promise to you it's going to be Nick fine. Nick Saban is the best. It's hell of a Ain't I, nobody no better than you. I know it, but listen, listen. Before we had Nick Saban, we had Barry Bryant. Before we had Barry Bryant, we had other coaches. We had we had good coaches all along. We yeah, but Nick, Nick is the best of all time. But you know what? They said the same thing about Barry Bryant, and guess what? <laughs> Nick Saban came along. Yeah. And guess where both of them people coached? Well, ain't nobody going to ever beat Nick, because he is the greatest. Guess where both of them coached, though? The Alabama Crimson Tide. Keep your head up, Willie. We're going to be all right. You know why? Because they got Roll Tide Willie. I see it. I love you, Coach. And we don't give a f*** about, about nothing but, but the Tide. Tide Blitz. Battle Blitz. Blitz. They going to blitz. 
Oh my God! Your thoughts on Roll Tide, Willie? I, I mean, he's the, he's he's, he's one of chance. who's gonna do it? He's one of one. They one did one. they did win a uh, national championship between uh, Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. By the way, uh, yeah, Gene Stallings was their head coach. Ooh, what year? That would be nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Is it three or one? Uh, yeah, because we played him in the Blockbuster Bowl and they won it the next year. Ooh. Yeah, we played them, uh, and then they beat us, and then they uh, won this uh, national championship. Yeah, uh, 92. <laughs> eh, close enough. So we, keep we your split, head up, Willie. Keep your head up, man. I mean, uh, Roll Tide Willie is uh, having some issues there, and uh, uh, Roll Tide Willie also, uh, Coop, I don't know if we have the other video. Uh, Roll Tide Willie got so, like, wound up and upset and all that stuff that this man with those nasty feet, he literally stuck his foot in the fire. Watch this on Twitch. Yeah. Everybody there was like, oh, my God. First of all, his eyes look like he's on coke. Not he's, just drunk. He is never sober. I don't think so. What, I, what a tell. way to go through life. I bet he sounds the same. Like his voice, his like, accent sounds oh, the same. Way. It is the nah, that, it's, it's relatively close. But after a couple of Miller Lights, I think you get the real world by Willie. There's not a video of him without a beer in his hand. Well, I mean... I mean, he's just living his best life. Go ahead, roll he tide. He really Willie. is roll tide. Willie. He's in trouble because that's funny. I just saw this thing on Twitter of like all the different players that are leaving <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, they got quarterbacks and leaving now. And it oh, is amazing boy. how many people are like, "Man, eh, we're good." This old Caleb DeBoer guy from Washington good doesn't luck. have a prayer. Nope, he's toasted they three years. Retiring destroyed at least three programs. There's no doubt. You're right. You're Nick. I'm, I'm Washington. 100- everybody's transferring out. Hundred percent. Now everybody's transferring out of Bama. People are transferring out of Arizona. They're transferring out of Arizona and still going to the Arizona basketball game two days later. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, Jed Fish got the hell out of Arizona as soon as he could too. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna oh, go. It's, it's worth it to switch to be the head coach at Alabama just on the idea that they're going to fire you two years later. Well, Nick Saban's consolation prize is going to be about eight million a year from ESPN, so he'll be just fine. The Nick Saban dealerships aren't going to go under. He and stole the Nick Saban dealerships. Well, uh, you know, he's still tied. His name's still oh, on it. Oh, that's true. He'll probably get some sort of check. He's getting Mac a job. Uh, he's going to be the next Lee Corso. <laughs> as soon as they get rid of him. There we go, baby. And uh, after that, we are done. Good job by uh, Nick and Billy all week long. But if something went wrong on the radio side, blame them. If we played video, it's on Coop. So you can blame him as well. We will be back bright and early on Monday morning at 10 a.m. Jones and Mego are next. Have a nice weekend. We'll see you Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.